0: Hello, I'm Janelle Penny, Editor-in-Chief of Buildings Magazine, and today I'm here with Ken West, Vice President and General Manager of Fluorine Products for Honeywell, and today we're talking about what building owners and managers need to know about the phase-down of HFC refrigerants. Ken, thanks for joining me today.
1: No, thank you for having me, Janelle. Really appreciate it.
0: So, Ken, what prompted the phase-down of HFC refrigerants, and why is this kind of refrigerant being targeted for the phase-down?
1: Well actually, Janelle, the phase down of HFC refrigerants really started back in 2016 um, when parties to the Montreal Protocol convened in Kigali, Rwanda and successfully negotiated a phase down of HFCs or hydrofluorocarbons, a greenhouse gas with high global warming potential. And as of today, many countries, actually more than 127 have ratified the Kigali amendment. And more specifically here in the United States, Um, Just recently, we passed the American Innovation and Manufacturing, or AIM Act, and this AIM Act, um, enacted at the end of 2020, directs the EPA to address HFCs by providing new authorities in three main areas. One, to phase down production and consumption of HFCs. Two, to manage these HFCs and their substitutes. And three, to facilitate the transition to next generation technologies.
0: Great. How long do manufacturers have to comply with the
1: phase-down? Yeah, the overall phase-down in the United States uh, associated with the AIM Act is going to go between uh, today and 2036. And we're going to see a step down year by year over that same period. And that mirrors very closely to what the phase-down period is for the Kigali Amendment of the Montreal Protocol.
0: So how will this affect commercial buildings? Is there a way to retrofit existing equipment to use a different refrigerant, or are people going to have to buy new equipment?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Janelle. I think for commercial building owners and builders, um, the opportunity is still going to be there to use their existing equipment, there is going to be an allocation of HFCs that will be allowed. However, I believe in many cases, it may be in the best interest of the building owner or operator to actually convert existing equipment over from HFCs to uh, more sustainable HFOs and Honeywell is working on solutions to do that. But in addition to those conversions, as you think about new buildings going up, um, it will be in the best interest of new building owners to already go ahead and adopt the latest and newest equipment that will use HFO technology. And in, specifically for Honeywell, Uh, We've been working over the last decade and have spent more than a billion dollars in investing in research and development capacity and capabilities for HFO replacements. And with our latest uh, release of the Solstice N41, the industry's first A1 safe, non-flammable lower global warming refrigerant in use in stationary air conditioning systems, I believe Honeywell is a great solution for the industry.
0: Great. The phase in is about replacing HFC refrigerants with alternatives that have low global warming potentials. but HFCs are widely used. So what are some of the potential options out there for replacing them?
1: Well, like I said, Honeywell had anticipated the need for these lower global warming potentials more than a decade ago. And so as we've come up with alternatives, we launched the new solstice line of refrigerants, which many of these are out there today and are already being used. Our solstice suite of low global warming solutions um, are there to meet customer needs for products that provide the same level of efficiency as previous generation products without warming the planet. And overall worldwide adoption of solstice products has avoided the potential release of more than 250 metric tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere which is equal to eliminating the potential emissions of more than 52 million cars on the road. So, um, you know, really, really impactful. Um, Another great example is the N40, Solstice N40 refrigerant um, that came out a few years ago. This has a global warming potential approximately 60% lower than legacy HFC refrigerants. And today we have more than 60,000 installations in supermarkets. Uh, utilizing this new global warming potential refrigerant solution.
0: Now, I've heard that some low global warming potential refrigerants are flammable. How will the transition affect storage and transportation of those refrigerants?
1: Well, it's another another great question. Um, it is true that some of the new low global warming, poten- low warming potential refrigerants are flammable. However, um, Honeywell is come out or has come out with the only non-flammable refrigerant for use in the stationary market with our N41. Additionally, when looking at some of these um, flammable options, uh, Honeywell is working closely with building code agencies to make changes that are going to be required for these refrigerants to be implemented in a safe manner. In the U.S. today, building and related safety codes have not yet been properly defined and updated that will allow for the safe design, installation, or maintenance of these larger charge residential um, HVAC equipment that use flammable refrigerants. So Honeywell has partnered with many of these agencies and is working very closely with them to implement safe solutions to be able to manage that additional risk from the globe, low global warming refrigerants out
0: there. What do you feel are the most important takeaways from this conversation for building owners and managers?
1: Yeah, I think first and foremost uh, is that there are sustainable refrigeration technologies that are available for the industry. The industry has been preparing for this phase down for several years. As service volumes for HFCs begin decreasing, contractors customer, and customers need to be prepared with retrofitting and new installations. And Honeywell, along with our other industry partners, are there with solutions that are going to allow that to be possible. Honeywell's invested more than a billion dollars, as I said before, in the overall um, research, development, technology, and capacity of low global warming potential refrigerants. And that's going to provide great, a great set of solutions for our customers and for the overall industry to be able to make this change. In fact, we've expanded capacity, of the production of HFOs over the past decade, and we'll continue to make these investments for Solstice products. Just recently, we announced the expansion of our facility in Baton Rouge to double the capacity of Solstice ZE products. This will allow us to bring additional supply to the market, continue to deliver low global warming potential products that reduce the carbon footprint and meet not only our regulatory needs, but all of our customers' regulatory needs.
0: Ken, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: No, I really appreciate it, Janelle. It's been a lot of fun.
0: And thanks to all of you for listening. We'll see you next time.